0: Welcome to the Manly, Pinterest, Manly tip show. Pinterest Tip Show, a show designed to assist man in his quest to succeed on Pinterest. If you have interest in the content you want to share, content you want your clients to see, learn ways to grow and succeed in this unique and exciting world, one man, one man will, assist will assist you on your journey. To become a pinner and grow your presence online, men and women can share in the success. And, in the success. and here to show you how, your host. is your host, Jeff C. Adding testosterone, one pin at a time. Hello folks, welcome to the Manly Pinterest Tips Podcast. I'm Jeff C.,
1: and you're not... Today I'm excited to have the high energy Instagram expert in the house, Sue B. Zimmerman. She talks with us about using Instagram for business. Sue B. is the Instagram expert, founder of Insta Results, the world's first comprehensive online Instagram course, and author of the number one ebook, Instagram Basics for Your Business. She's a popular creative live instructor, powerful speaker on prominent stages like Social Media Marketing World 15, and a highly sought after business coach. She's passionate about teaching entrepreneurs, business executives, and marketing professionals how to easily leverage the power of Instagram to get tangible business results. Now, this interview is from a live hangout on air that I did with Sue, where our live audience participated by asking questions during the interview. If you'd like to be a part of one of our live shows and ask your own questions, make sure to head on over to manlypinteresttips.com and join our email community to find out how you can be a part of our live show. You can also text manlypinteresttips to 33444 on your mobile device. That's manlypinteresttips to 33444. Sue B. is a blast to talk with, and she gives some great advice on leveraging Instagram on today's show. So let's jump right into my conversation with Sue B. Zimmerman. Sue, thank you so much for being here on the show today.
2: Hey, I'm really happy to be here, and that was quite an impressive intro. (laughs) It
1: was was very good. I'm I'm, I'm glad you said that to me. So, um, Okay, I'm going to jump right into the questions because this is very impressive. 18 different businesses... So how in the world did you end up getting started on social media and then deciding to focus on Instagram?
2: So I got on social media initially because my kids were on it, specifically Facebook. That was my first sandbox. And I, as a mom with young teenagers, I wanted to know what they were doing online. And I remember distinctly when I was working out at the gym, my personal trainer was like, Sue, you've got to get on Facebook for your business. For your store, Subi do, you have no idea how you can leverage it as a business platform, and so. When he said that to me, I embraced it. I was probably one of the first moms in my town that really, really understood Facebook. In mm. fact, I wanted to start teaching it to all the moms in the town because they didn't—they just thought it was for their kids, just like everyone thinks Snapchats for their kids right now. Right. right. And yeah, so I got on it. I started using it from my store, growing a community around my business, and saw some great results. And that was my first platform. And. Because I think visually and I love connecting with people online makes that happen on steroids and the positive reinforcement, what was happening on Facebook then just made me curious to want to do LinkedIn and Twitter and Pinterest and everything else you can think of. And I landed on Instagram because of my store. I I can give that story too, but that's how I got on social media.
1: Gotcha. So Instagram, I mean, that, to me that's fascinating because I think a lot of people, and I get questions about it a lot too because I do some consulting and stuff, but people are like, well, how can I, you know, you know, Instagram for business? I don't get that. So how did you land on Instagram?
2: Yeah, so back to my teenagers, I'm telling you, everyone listening that has teenagers, <laughs> they set the mobile trends, so take note. So my, my teenagers, Lyle and Kira, were on their cell phones like every other teenager, and they don't mm-hmm. go anywhere without it, and they were doing this. They were just scrolling, and I was like, what what are you guys scrolling? Like, they're not tapping and texting. They're not talking. I was so curious, and they kind of looked up at me at the same time, and they're like, okay, Mom. And they knew I was teaching Facebook and marketing, uh, social media marketing, and they were like, okay, Mom, we're on Instagram. Don't get on it, please, because then we know you're going to start teaching it.
1: (laughs) That's
2: funny. So, oh my gosh. So obviously I dug in deep. I read every blog post. I started following all the brands that were there and I started using it strategically. You know, this is the key word strategically for mm-hmm. my store on Cape Cod two summers ago. Um, And that is when all the light bulbs clicked. Uh, My sales had increased 40% in one summer. And to all the small business owners listening, you can imagine how much of an effect 40% increases. And I knew like wholeheartedly that having that success was not normal. And so many business owners struggle with success and understanding social media. So I knew it was my mission to start teaching it to other business owners around the world because It doesn't have to be that complicated. And anyone that's following me that's listening knows that Instagram is fun. I don't feel like I'm working when I'm doing Instagram. It's the place where I get the most results. It's positive reinforcement. And it's crazy the kind of success that we've had as a company from using Instagram.
1: Wow. Yeah, and you know, that's the one thing I really like about Instagram is when you're talking about positive reinforcement, it seems like as soon as you post one thing, I mean, any sort of post, there's immediate heart. I mean, it's just, <laughs> it's like, ah, oh, I feel so much better about myself now, you know. It's just <laughs> right, <not>, it's that <laughs> dopamine, yeah. That's, that's right, yeah. So, okay, now, I, to be honest, I struggled with Instagram for a long time. I was like, I cannot, there's no way, I mean, it's, it seems like it's not very marketing or business friendly, so why should businesses think about using Instagram in the first place?
2: I think the main reason, Jeff, is because it's visual storytelling at its best, and it's a really clean feed. And when I say that, I mean, whenever you go to anyone's Instagram account, it's not just the last photo or video that they posted. And by the way, you did such a great job with that video. So kudos to you. Um, and you probably have to tell everybody how you created that because I was impressed, too. Um, it's also the whole feed. It, I call it a digital scrapbook. So, in essence, you're opening up a very personal expression of yourself, of your brand, of what you're passionate about, and you're showing it to the world. And when you do that, people feel more connected to you. So many people say they even know the name of my dog, the name of my kids, where my last vacation was, right. uh, because because I, you know, they follow me on Instagram. That's my personal account, Subi Zimmerman, and I really think that. People just love to connect deeper to people more than brands. And it's the people behind the brand. And you and I were talking about this a little earlier before we got on. And so I think that because people get to know me so much on Instagram and when they meet me, they say, oh, my gosh, you really are that high energy, fun person I see on Instagram. I'm like, well, who else would I be? (laughs) <laughs> so, um, so it's, it's really interesting. So that that's the main reason, Jeff. And, and more importantly, even though there's only one URL on Instagram, right. I love that there is, it makes it so much more of an effort for someone to come over to your sales funnel. And when they do, they really wanna be there. And I say, and I spoke about this on stage at Social Media Marketing World, is that Instagram is a lead funnel if you set yourself up for success. And in doing that, you have to have certain elements in place that we can talk about. But it really is an amazing lead funnel. And I'll give you this number, Jeff. We we on average get between two and 250 emails from Instagram, period. (laughs) A week. Wow. Crazy, right?
1: Yeah, and those are, since it's harder to get to, you have to go to the link in the bio, so you're saying that it's almost a pre-qualification lead funnel, that these people, they really want to see your stuff.
2: Yeah, so if you've set your bio up for success, and there's elements about the bio that we can talk about, and you post a fabulous photo with great lighting, and it's not blurry, and it's not crop funny, but you use some really great filters or the filters in Instagram, and you write a description of value, you get somebody's interest, which is to the link in your bio. And when they click in, you wanna make sure wherever they land, is mobile-friendly and a good experience or you're going to lose them forever. Okay. So a lot of people aren't set up for success with their Instagram link. It, it takes them to a website, but the website's not landing on anything relevant Never mind an opt-in, but it's just like sometimes it's not mobile friendly. So I work with a lot of clients to really say to them, where do you want to take people? And when we're not doing a webinar or a partnership with someone like Marie Forleo or Amy Porterfield like we're doing right now, our link takes people to our strategy guide, Jeff. And our Mm -hmm. strategy guide is so good that people would actually pay for it. So I'm sure you've heard a lot of online experts and, and educators and thought leaders say that if you're going to take people somewhere and you're going to get their email, you better give them something of great value. And then they'll feel like, oh my goodness, if you're giving this away for free, I can only imagine what I will get when I pay for something.
1: Mm, Those are very good. Yeah. One of the, I want to go back to one question you said, and and I, cause I have the same, I think philosophy on Pinterest is, I don't just share company stuff or business stuff. I do. I mean, majority yes, it's social media stuff, but I also um, share fun things that I that sh- show me as a well-rounded individual. And so on Instagram, I do the same thing: is I share shots from my life, you know, going out somewhere, a selfie with the wife or whatever. But I also share my blog posts that I do for my business. Is is that a good strategy to to blend the two? I know I've heard some people say just do business, just do personal. Is it worth
2: So so for someone like you who is the go-to Pinterest guy, absolutely. Like Jen Herman from Jen's Underscore Trends. Anyone watching that's not following Jen, you absolutely should. She's an amazing blogger, and she does a lot with Instagram. In fact, she and I are collaborating on a course called Insta Academy soon. And Jen does such a great job, Jeff, at whenever she posts an image. It's the image from her blog she will have that URL go directly to that blog post. So not only do you see the visual image on Instagram, she gives a great description of what you can expect when you go to her blog, and she takes you directly to the blog that that image is all about. So Jen does it beautifully, and to your point, she's showing pictures of her new shoes, she's showing showing her cute belly because she's pregnant, Um, she's personalizing her brand. I love that because I feel more connected to Jen because mm-hmm. of it. Now, I want le- to let everyone else listening know that I have six different Instagram accounts for different purposes. And if you don't want to know where Sue B. Zimmerman's going every day or where she's speaking or where she's traveling, totally cool. There's only, only so many hours in a day. Right. Go to the Instagram expert because that's where I teach daily tips, tools, and strategies on how to grow your Instagram account. And if that's what you want to learn, that's the account to follow. What I've experienced, Jeff, over time is the more laser focused, niche specific you can get with your visual content on Instagram, the more success you will have, period.
1: Hmm wow, that's a good point. I have to now rethink my Instagram strategy. Um, I think
2: it works for you because, because that's not your sandbox. I think I get, I'm feeling like I get to know you better because I'm following you on Instagram and I see what's important to you. Now, if you want to align it with a Pinterest strategy, that's a different discussion, but in your business, it's not like you want to be an Instagram guru. You just simply want people to connect to you, get to know, like, and trust you and possibly hire, you as a cons, you know, with a consult or a session or some version of that. And you can showcase all of that. And I think what you're doing, the way you're doing it is fine unless you're really trying to create more business from Instagram.
1: Gotcha. Well, I was mainly wanting to connect with my my audience in a different way and even find some new audience that I could move over to, you know, the podcast or whatever. Very good points. Uh, Those are I, those are just awesome i'm gonna have to go back and listen to that again very good
2: uh, good and, and just real quick not to interrupt you but i have to say this since you are a podcaster it's so funny jeff so i get interviewed on average two. To th- it was two to three times a week i'm not quite doing as many interviews now but i love podcast interviews for right. so many reasons but often the podcasters like listening to me and they're like wait okay i'm not on instagram yet and I get what you're saying. I need to open, I need to create another podcasting account because like every so, so I usually get off these um, interviews and everyone starts opening up a new Instagram account around their space. So I, I'm just chuckling inside because I love seeing the podcasters understand the value of celebrating their guest and the content mm-hmm. that they're sharing around their podcast.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Very good point. Um, you talk with, I, and I watched your thing, the, the little session you did with Cynthia, and one of the things you talked about, and I think is important for, for businesses to understand, is how Instagram can provide value. So how how would you, what were some strategies is it, for businesses to provide value? I mean, we talked about that, you know, you can share personal stuff, you know, you may want to laser focus if you're really trying to sell stuff on Instagram. So how would you uh, consult, I mean, talk to a business about, okay, how can you provide value to your audience?
2: Yeah. So, so value is a word that you need to really think long and hard about in your business. Like what is the value your company or you give to your clients? And if you don't know what it is, do a focus group and find out ASAP because what I do over and over again on Instagram is give value often in little snackable ways with content that is essentially in my course. And they are ninja tips. They are strategies, posting strategies, hashtag strategies, apps that I use. I'm constantly empowering my followers to feel like they can learn from me and they wanna come back for more. So the word value is really, how do you stand out from everyone else doing what you're doing? In a way that people want to come back for more. Does exactly. that make
1: sense? Yeah, and I was gonna I was gonna talk about this a little later, but one of the things that you had tips that I think it was the first thing I saw you post for me was that um, you know copying things to Evernote. You, you know the most popular hashtags you have are the ones that are working for you. Put in Evernote or your notebook. I mean I'm sure you teach that in your course, but that oh, yeah. was one of those one of those little snackable bits you just talked about that that really made a difference for you I saw tangible results for that yeah and the other post that was so helpful and I just thought was genius was the one where you showed how to put a black line in Instagram uh, yeah. I mean that that's I mean because everybody's wanting to know that and you gave that away for free so
2: you know it's so funny you say that I almost didn't give that away but so many people were asking me and I'm like I talked to Morgan and Rachel on my team I'm like oh this is one of my ninja tips and it's in the video and it's in the course and the course costs nine ninety seven do I really want to give this away for free well hello I've gotten almost two hundred likes and so many comments from people saying. Thank you so much. And honestly, Jeff, that feeling of helping people with a pain point means the world to me. And even if they didn't convert to sales in my course, they're going to tell people to go follow me on Instagram because I know what I'm doing.
1: Right. Right. Well, we we have a comment right here from Elisa, and she goes, "I use that one all the time." So hey, thanks, Lisa, for stopping by. Yeah, I mean, I I use that one all the time too. And you know what? It reminds me of you know giving stuff away for free. It's like what Jay Bear says. You know, just because you have the recipe doesn't make you a chef. And so I, I think that's important when you're starting to think of strategies of giving stuff away to your potential clients or leads or or whatever. So, yes. Uh, I wanted to ask you because it is so different between Pinterest and uh, Instagram is let's talk a little bit about hashtag strategy. Um, Pinterest, you know, I, I, and I, sh- and I shared that little tip, you know, about the note, note thing that keeping it in your notepad, which is just so helpful. But um, Pinterest really doesn't like hashtags. I mean, one at the most um, and mostly for branding. Like I once in a while put manly Pinterest tips as a hashtag. Now, Instagram It's a whole other story. So what are some of your your tips or advice you would give on, on people using hashtags?
2: Okay, so hashtags rules have changed about three and a half, four weeks ago with Instagram. It used to be, Jeff, that you could put your hashtags in there and delete them and refresh them and come back up to that hashtag hub. I call it hashtag hub, which is simply the word that you're using to curate your content. Well, that doesn't work anymore now you need to use your hashtags when you actually post your video 15 second video or photo and if you don't put them then even if you put them hours later you'll still be in the hub at the time that you actually uploaded that image so now you need to put your hashtags right away I still say to put them in the secondary comments not the initial description I typically wait for a few comments on my post and then put them but I used to also say just put 8 to 12 max you don't need to put 30. But now I'm putting more hashtags because why not And with 30, you can do three, I like to say three different categories. So one is the broad hashtags that put you in the same space as everyone doing the same thing. Social media marketer, business coach, book coach, food expert, whatever the big category is. And then if you're a food expert, are you vegan food, are you vegetarian? And then from there, you dial it down. A little bit more that's very specific to where you are an example of this is a great account called juice keys one of my clients who now has over 16,000 followers and when we mm-hmm. started she was under a thousand because she nailed her hashtag strategy Kelly she was at social media marketing world she has a physical store in North Carolina called Juice Keys, all healthy food and eating. She has nailed her hashtag strategy and with Kelly, it's also about the location of her store as it is for me on the Cape. So if your business is location based, if you're a photographer and you only like to shoot um, sessions in and around a certain area in the state you live in, every single town that you work in becomes an opportunity to get eyeballs on that Mm -hmm. hashtag.
1: Gotcha. Is it important also to come up with a branding hashtag? Like I use manly Pinterest tips because that's pretty much mine. And I know you use ones yeah. for, for you. Yeah.
2: So can you see Instagal live back here?
1: Uh-huh. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So I love unique hashtags and I sell these signs, which has been a whole nother revenue stream for us, which <laughs> right. has been great. Um, so when I spoke on the stage at creative live, they had me create an Instagram account called, at creative live. So anyone listening, check that one out. It's awesome community. And we ended up using that hashtag for everything that we do. And that hashtag Jeff represents a community, just like social media marketing world 15 represents a community. In fact, the last post we just posted to the Instagram expert is SM camp. When I was at social media camp in Victoria speaking last year, I'm not there this year, I said, you can still be a part of the conversation before, during, and after an event if you physically cannot be there. And this is why hashtags, unique hashtags can be very important to your brand and to build out an exclusive community around your brand. Now, can someone else use it? Absolutely. People crash tag my hashtag frequently, but I have some good news for you. Um, There's a website called tagboard.com where you can claim, not own your hashtag. And when I say claim, you can write a description of what it is. And once you do that, nobody else can write a description for that same hashtag. And so you can essentially, Jeff, what we do whenever we do live webinars is we tell people that are listening, okay, whoever posts the the most creative behind the scenes watching my webinar photo often it's with a dog or something fun. We, we pick winners and the way that we pick winner, we say tweet it or put it on Instagram. So we give permission for people to be a little distracted on my webinars in the spirit (laughs) of Instagram. I know a lot of people say shut down all distractions, but this brain can handle uh, multitasking. So yeah. So we pick our winner from tag board because it shows up, all the photos and all the tweets using that hashtag
1: right gotcha now I started using tag board because of listening to in one of your talks um, now you, you can only you can claim one for free and then they want you to pay is that how it works
2: oh that's interesting because I, that might be new because when I claimed all my hashtags I didn't have to pay for any of them so I okay. bet that's, that's new since I did it
1: yeah I need to go check I'm, I'm, I'm not sure because I, I thought before I could and I went there the other day just to make sure that I had claimed it and I think I saw that but don't don't hold me 100%. Okay. <laughs> um, oh, um, Missy J goes, what is a crash tag, Sue Zimmerman? And, and I think that's somebody who kind of camps on your hashtag, right?
2: Yeah. So um, a, a, when someone crash tags your hashtags, it means that they're using it simply to get eyeballs on their post, and it might not necessarily have anything to do with the content you're sharing. So a great example of this, one of the most popular hashtags in the world is Nike. Nike. N-I-K-E, the sneakers, the sporting company, and people put Nike in their hashtags just to get eyes on it. But Nike moves so darn fast down the hashtag hub and there's no Nike sneakers. There's no Nike apparel. It's like ridiculous. And that's kind of like posting hashtags that are irrelevant to the content you're sharing. Now, I give people permission to use Instagal Live because I wanna see what they're doing and help them and comment and bring them into my community. But if I, 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 one of my other hashtags, which is hashtag Tips. I don't want other people to be using my Subi tips because they're my friggin' tips and I don't want other people to be using them. right? Right. Um, so there's examples of don't use it and you're welcome to use it. And I, a few people I've called out on this and they were just kind of naive and innocent about it. And I just asked them to delete it or not use it because it, it kind of messes up the visual feed that I'm trying to create.
1: Yeah, it dilutes your brand too, yeah. So I, I'm assuming you also cross-promote these uh, on Twitter as well, like when you're building the, the Instagal community and all that.
2: Yeah, I mean, we we definitely are active on Twitter and we use Instagal Live, especially when I'm on stage on Creative Live. But honestly, my community, if you look on Instagram and search, search the hashtag Instagal Live, there's over 5,000 posts from that mm-hmm. hashtag. And gotcha. so what what do I say about that? I say we have a thriving community of, of artisans, photographers, DIYers that are simply trying to connect with other like-minded entrepreneurs and support each other.
1: Gotcha. Now, I know Instagram and a lot of people have the – the just like people think Pinterest is just for women, a lot of people think Instagram is just for selfies. Um, so I know you you talk a little bit about the standards. You mentioned it before, not having blurry photos. Um So what makes a really good Instagram photo or post?
2: There's a lot of different criteria depending on the industry that you serve. And and I'll give a few examples. The bloggers and the fashion industry really does a phenomenal job with setting up different objects in a post that's somewhat magazine-esque but at a different vantage point but always, always, always with great lighting so you almost feel like you're experiencing what they're doing and you're emotionally connected and, and, I, and they're very artsy you know, they're, they have really high visual standards and everyone listening should absolutely do that now, if you're going to take a selfie you need to make sure that you're taking it you know, it's so funny, Joel Kahn and I spoke from stage this past weekend and we were teaching everyone how to take selfies.
1: Well, I watched you on Periscope.
2: Oh, yeah. So, you want to hold it up high, okay, so maybe I'll do it just, just for kicks because this is how I roll. Okay. Um, you, you want to hold it up high and you want to make sure the lighting's good and so what everyone needs to know is that I do have good lighting to the right and the left of me And so I'm going to flip the camera, and you want it to be high. And I always say, put some energy into it. Have your hand up. Don't be boring. Have your mouth open as if you're going to say something or laugh. It's like that open mouth just adds more energy. Jeff said I was high energy, so i got to live up to that. Okay, so we're going to go, and then I'm going to try it this way because the lighting over here is pretty good, and I'll go. (laughs) So you just want to have it high and go high to low. And you always want to make sure the lighting's from behind you so it's good. Um, And I'm not saying post a ton of selfies, but if you're going to post a selfie, let people know why you posted a selfie. So an example of that would be just did this Insta Awesome Google Hangout with Jeff. Um, And if you missed it, here's the link and go check it out because it's going to be, you know, it's going to be available later. So something like that.
1: Gotcha. Well, you know, that, and if you're ever at Sue at a live event, she will pose you. So that's, I mean, I, that's, those are good tips because, you know, a lot of people will just sit there and look stoically <laughs> at the camera, and you okay. always you always bend them like we're big Barbies and say, okay, raise your hands and do all this stuff. So it's, <laughs> yeah, and I'll be like,
2: here's something. Like a- I got props. Here's my sign. Oh, wait, Jeff, let's let's bring on the props. So you guys that know me, I either have the hashtag sign. Somebody stole my pillow at my last event. Oh, no. So I'm a little pillow-less, but that's okay. I got other props. So I'll bring my little frame or I'll bring my sign. And I just make it fun so you guys don't feel like, oh, my gosh, what am I doing in the picture? Sue, stand in front of me. Everyone tells me to stand in front of them. So – I'm like, kick your leg up, put your arms out. If you're going to do and take a picture, make it fun so it's actually fun to look at.
1: (laughs) Gotcha. Well, before we're starting to kind of get to the end of our time, I wanted to ask you, what tools do you recommend for Instagram? And then I have a follow-up question about that. Um, But what tools do you really are kind of your go-to tools for Instagram?
2: Yeah, so I have several different tools, but I'll name a few of them at the top. So I like InstaSize. If I've taken a photo and there's a lot of people in it and you're going to share it to the square, because I take all my pictures right from the camera, not in the app. Mm -hmm. And I want everyone to fit in the square. So I'll go to InstaSize and resize the photo and share it over. Um, I am obsessed now with Fonto, P-H-O-N-T-O, so anyone following me and sees all these great graphic images with blocks of of color and text overlay and different layering elements, I am using Fonto and it's pretty friggin' awesome. I also, yeah, I also love Word Swag. I had Ben Wong, the developer of Wordswag, on my show at Creative Live, and he's awesome. He also does Video Hands, H-A-N-C-E, H-A-N-C, which is a great video app, and Legend app. Um, did you? Is that what you use when you did your video? No, nope, that's
1: that's not it. I use After Effects and then import it using Dropbox.
2: Ooh, I might need to learn how to do that one. Yeah, so the 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 one I just did with the balloons on my account, everyone was asking me about it. Um, that was legend. You can do like a video effect over an image. And for those of you that want to post the same content because you're at an event and you're with a lot of people and I say do not post the same thing over and over again, especially within an hour, use tick D-I-P-T-I-C, or some version of that where you get a collage effect. You can put four or six photos from the same event in one post and not have your stream be the same content so those are quick ones but I could talk about apps all day
1: (laughs) here's another question I want to ask that has to deal with apps is you know I'm gonna talk about about how do you stand out on Instagram and a lot of times I'll see people and I know they're using word swag because everything looks the same or and I have a feeling legends gonna be that way too I mean and that's why I use After Effects as an Adobe product I import it because most people don't use it and it's different and I can sync it with my music and all sorts of things so what are your recommendations for people to stand out on Instagram and not
2: yeah I love that you're saying that so part of the reason I've been moving away from Word Swag is to exactly that same point it's too common and I always like to stand out I always like to be different I'm always trying to craft an Instagram post that no one's seen Mm -hmm. and I shake things up. So I think it's so important to not have the same content over and over and over again. A huge mistake that I'm seeing a lot of social media marketers make is that they're basically doing what they do over in Canva, which is easy. And they're just dropping it in Instagram. And there's no humanizing the brand behind that. People love seeing smiling faces more than anything else, period. I get my most likes and engagement on this face. Just saying. Um, and so whatever you can do to humanize your brand, even if it's showing behind the scenes or your favorite books or more about you and your company than about like an inspirational quote. And those are great. Don't get me wrong, but not every single quote. So Jeff, I love that you have decided, you know, heck everyone's doing more swag. I'm going to beat you to this and I'm going to go do Adobe with another right. element. Yeah. I think that's so smart.
1: Gotcha. Um, on that subject, I know, and I I know you're huge on on YouTube, and you're doing. I, th- I I don't know if I'm right or not, but it seems to me you're doing a lot more video on Instagram now too. So, how do you think that's going to be more and more important as we as Instagram matures, that people start using more video? What are your thoughts on that?
2: Well, because you can share from Instagram to Facebook and when you have videos on your Facebook business page, which you can share to, you get so much more organic reach with videos. Mm-hmm. So my strategy behind videos and yes, I'm comfortable on videos. And by the way, if you don't like the way the video came out, it's only 15 seconds. Just do it again. <laughs> um, it, it's because I often share those over to Facebook, but also I want people to feel my energy, hear my voice see my yard, see me in the woods with my dog. And again, it goes back to that human connection, that emotional connection with what I think so many people are lacking in. And it's so funny, Jeff, one of my challenges to everyone on is to take a picture of themselves. I don't care what it's like, what kind of selfie, and use the hashtag. This is another one of my good hashtags, you guys. It's called Sue B made me do it. Mm Mm-hmm. Go look at all those selfie pictures of people saying, oh my gosh, I've never put myself on Instagram, but Sue challenged me. I'm doing it. And people feel liberated. It's like it's like they've done something that they didn't have the guts to do, and they got a lot of positive feedback back to that dopamine of hearts and likes and comments, and they feel good, and it just makes them want to do it again. So I'm challenging everybody to go do that post. <laughs>
1: very good last last point i wanted to ask you and see if it's if it's true or not i think for me on instagram that i am able to connect with more influencers i guess you'd call them than any other network because i don't know if it's because i'm not being lost in the noise on facebook or whatever but it just seems like holy cow and trans following me now or you know all these big i mean that i would never have connected with anywhere else is that do you find that with a lot of your your people that you deal with
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. Gary Vaynerchuk has not commented back to anything I've said. That's the only person I haven't been able to break through. But Lewis, you know, Lewis House and I were together last week speaking and he actually left me a comment in the direct message feature when I asked him something. I think Lewis House has one of the best guy accounts on Instagram, period. Right. And I'm really impressed with what he does. I think to your point, there's not as much noise on Instagram and you can send a direct message. And when you get a direct message on Instagram, it's kind of like getting a Valentine's Day card in the mail and you're so excited and you want to open it and you always look at your direct messages. I mean, I do. And so if someone's asking me a question and this is exactly what happened with Anthony, the owner of Icona Square. I had a question, he answered back. I can actually communicate with any brand. I mean, I'm not talking about BMW, Starbucks or Target. But brands that have people behind them that are in the Instagram space, um, they get back in touch with me. Real quick, Jeff, cause I know we're wrapping up soon. When I was launching InstaResults and I asked Chris Brogan via direct message for a testimonial, he responded in three minutes, not just with yes, but with the actual testimonial. Do you think if I sent him an email, that would have happened?
1: Right. Exactly. Right? Yeah, and and plus you get a big you get a big kick like because Lewis Howes, I follow him as well and he actually did a comment on one of my videos and I was like, Lewis Howes is looking at my stuff so you know I mean it, it I think people don't think of that aspect of of how you can really and now you Break don't want to yeah you don't want to be spammy let's make that clear you're not gonna you know don't be hitting these people up going look at my stuff look at my you don't want to do that but right. engaging content and having them engage is just is pretty awesome on Instagram so
2: it is it is I agree. Um,
1: Last question I'll ask you and then I'll we'll ask about your you know where we can find you but the I always ask this of every every guest and I kind of changed it up for you. So any <laughs> advice for guys who are getting started on Instagram?
2: Yeah, so I have to be honest. I think guys except for Lewis House are uh, challenged with Instagram because they're not used to multitasking <laughs> women are so good at thinking about okay if I'm gonna do this in instasize and then I've got to share it to Instagram but I want to bring it over to Word Swag before I share it to Instagram I got to take the app there guys are like wait you're telling me to go into three different apps before I can actually post on Instagram it's 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 harder and most guys don't get the creative, the creativity aspect of everything aligning with their brand, whether it is, I'm not saying every guy, so don't, don't quote me on that, but whether it's the type style that's being used on top of the image, the aesthetics aspects don't come as easily to guys in business. And again, I'm on Instagram every day and I look at the guys on Instagram and the ones following me and, Lewis House has it down pat, and that's a testament to his over 50,000 followers he has right now. Right. Now, Gary Vaynerchuk has a ton of followers because it's Gary Vaynerchuk, but the way that he posts on Instagram does not impress me, except for his quotes. I love his
1: quotes. Gotcha. gotcha. I'm just saying. Yeah. Good. Good. Okay. And, and I know you have a big announcement you wanna, you're wanna you going to announce, but where can we find out more about Subie Zimmerman and the services you can offer?
2: Sure. So my website is absolutely the best place to go. Soobie That's who I am on Twitter. Actually, that's where I am everywhere. Send me a direct message on Instagram. If you listened, I will respond. I respond to every direct message. And I really try to leave no comments behind on Instagram and engage with my amazing community of over 30,000 people now across all my accounts, which is pretty awesome. Um, So that's how you find me, and I'm accessible. I'm not one of these online experts that say, look for me, and I'm not going to talk to you. I'll talk to you.
1: Yeah, very, very accessible. But you also have an announcement of something coming up later today I wanted to give you a chance to talk about, too.
2: Oh, thanks so much, Jeff. I appreciate that. Yeah, so big kudos to the SBZ team. Um, Amy Porterfield, who we all know and love, in my mind, she is my favorite online expert in the way she delivers webinars and the content's – the content that she shares. I am doing a live webinar with her today, 5 p.m. EST. It's all about becoming more visible online, creating those autoresponder emails, getting um, setting your sales funnels up, and it's really where I learned a year ago. A year ago today, it took me one year, you guys, to do the kind of volume that we're doing in our business, which is crazy. From learning Amy's teachings, she's amazing, and so. Come on over. I will warn you that we have almost 1,500 opt-ins to this webinar. Amy always gets a full house on GoToWebinar. 1,000 is full. So if you really want to hear this webinar, I suggest you get on at least 15 minutes early so you don't get bumped off the webinar. I'm excited to introduce her, and I'm really excited to have you guys over there. And I think I gave Jeff the link, right?
1: Yeah, I'm going to drop that into the event page as soon as we're done with our show. Um, Sue, thanks so much for taking the time to be here with us today and all the just advice bombs you <laughs> dropped on Instagram. Everyone, there's the comments are blowing up and so I'm going to go back in there and hopefully we can answer some of those uh, we didn't get to during the show today. And as always, I'd love for you guys to go over to manlypinteresttips.com, click on the sidebar, subscribe to the email community so you'll never miss a great guest like we had with Sue today because at Manly Pinterest Tip. We're always adding testosterone one pin at a (laughs) time. See you next time, everybody.
0: Thank you for joining Jeff on his mission to help you be successful in the Pinterest world. Would you like to take part in a live show? Be sure to join Jeff's email community at manlypinteresttips.com. Adding testosterone one pin at a time.